Hello and welcome to How to Be a Movie Snob. We've got not one, not two, but three contestants here on the How to Be a Movie Snob podcast. Starting with their hot take from sunny Seattle, Mr. Patrick. First time in the studio. Yeah. Hey guys. Hey. Good, hey. To, good to see you. Thanks for coming. Not through a screen. I think. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We might need to go back to that. Yeah, I have a hot take. I would say my hot take is I prefer Rocky. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know why? It's because of that steady cam. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, we can get into it. Yeah, no, we'll I think there's, okay, I think there's it. more. It's a hot take. Hot take. Reason. I like that. That's a good hot take. All right. From the beautiful Dallas, Oregon. Sunny city. Sunny city. What's your hot take? Uh, this movie is a black and white version of Goodfellas. <laughs> yes, 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 it is. Uh, my hot take is, I don't know if this should be the snobbiest sports movie, but it's definitely a less gooder taxi driver. That's right, folks. Less gooder taxi driver. Less gooder. You mm. got that in your first. If you haven't guessed it, our movie this week is the Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese classic. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Yeah. Okay, guys. Is this your, is, was this your first time watching? Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'd oh. seen what? That's great. I thought I might have seen it, but I did not see it. Yeah. yeah. Like, like a lot of the movies we watch, I've yeah. seen bits of it lots of times. Sure. But I've never seen it uh, stern to... What, what's the term? Sim to stern. Start to finish? <laughs> Beginning to end? Alpha and the Omega? Stern to head something. To, head to toe. Oh, steer to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are, are we going bold terms here? It could be. Some bold terms? Uh, but yeah, no, it was first time... First time actually getting to experience the journey of Jake LaMotta. Yeah. That's it. That's the one I'm going to talk about. Mr. Jake LaMotta. Very real, very alive, very still kind of around the scene. Well, yeah, pretty crazy. Out, so. uh, speaking of that, oh, yeah. before Mr. we Jake. actually get into the details of the movie, mm-hmm. Jake, Jack. Right. Do people say Jack for Jake? Yes. Since when? Mm. The 80s. Jack and John. I mean, that makes less sense, but I'm used to that. Well, I had a friend named Jacob Jack. And it was very confusing. That is confusing. That's different, though. But I, I feel but, like I just went left turn here. Joe Joe Pesci. I have a friend. <laughs> Joe Pesci <laughs> went between Jake and Jack constantly. Constantly. And I thought, are you messing this up? <laughs> or is this? But I think other characters did it. But it was like, what? Well, you didn't call him Bob. You're so not shortening it. it. No. It, anyway, that's. That's my tangent. Jakey, Jackie. Jackie. Mm. 
Jake or Jack? Jack or Jake? Just pick it. Mm. Jack Kennedy. Well, yeah, I've never heard him called Jake Kennedy. Good point. All right. Well, it's time for the summarizing. And oh, this yeah. is brought to you by no one. Nobody. <laughs> Not sullied by sponsors since 2022. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, Mariah, take it away. This movie. Mm, this movie. This one? Takes place <laughs> in the early 1940s, and it follows a young boxer. Why, wherever could this with this, this uh, Scorsese movie take place? Uh, in a city. <laughs> the Bronx. The Bronx. And Real. he has a brother mm -hmm. who's kind of his trainer, coach, buddy, manager, helper. Trainer. Not sure. Good question. Voice of reason. Sometimes. Number one. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Confidant. Yeah. So he's focusing on his boxing. Blamer of women, I think is what. And then he was. then we take a little sidetrack, and he meets a fifteen-year-old girl at a pool. Yeah, that's the oldest fifteen-year-old. I'm pretty sure the actress was older than 15. I bet. Yeah. She was a skosh older. older. Well, and I think Jake LaMotta was meant to be pretty young. 20? Yeah. Oh, so his first... I, I didn't. What was confusing? I mean, we can get into some of the issues with this. And maybe sure. Scorsese's uh, fun with people aging over a millennia, basically, and looking the same or looking yeah. with interesting makeup. But, like... <laughs> You know, we went from the 40s to when was his last fight? 56 or something? Some, uh... A long time. Yeah. It was yeah. a long time. And so when we first meet him, he's young. Like, it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, super young. So I don't know how creepy the age difference is when we start, but he's already married. So then it gets weird. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's creepy. Let's. I have problems with losing that first wife. I thought she was kind of good. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna yeah. rewind. It's yeah. creepy. She's 15. It's creepy. But okay, so. unclear what anyone's age actually was. No. So yeah. Anywho, Fox he magically Asian. gets divorced and marries her. She's yeah. gone. gone. 16 year old. They have a litter of children. They do have a few. Is it In three? an undetermined amount of time. No clue. Yeah. Eventually yeah. three. No clue. By the time he's big mm -hmm. in uh, Florida. That's right. There are three. Yeah. Little Joey and a couple girls, I think. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't really matter. Anywho. <laughs> they were there when it was convenient for the, yeah. for the scene. And this gone is, when it didn't right. matter. This movie is as much mental health as it is boxing. Oh. And the guy More was so. paranoid, jealous insecure mm. yeah so he he makes a lot of bad choices he gets mm -hmm. gets a little defensive picks a little few fights outside the ring yeah and uh he does what he does win a champ he does win the world he, he does get belt. a title he gets the belt finally gets the title and then loses the belt but yeah yeah and then he goes into oblivion and in a classic snobby movies there's no real end it's just kind of like just sort of and just kind of he's there now he's and now. is and is cut, there a redemption cut to stand-up mm. comedy yeah <laughs> and a quote from a marlon brando movie yeah oh, actually, i actually kind of like that yeah yeah i so de niro 
I thought there was interesting like backstory to making of this movie. Oh, I think it's more that's than the best the movie. part I would of argue the whole thing. More it's, well, well, so many good backstories with both the director and Jake LaMotta. Yeah, those are kind of the interesting parts that yeah make this yeah, movie but, like. Whoa. But De Niro read this book and was like, "Oh, we should make a movie of this." And yeah. I was trying to figure out like what was the hook. Was it like, oh, that's an interesting like portrayal I could have? Is it just interesting that a boxer becomes a comedian? You know, like what I couldn't quite figure out like what was the appeal of this guy's story? Right. Because as a human, <laughs> right, he's not my favorite guy. It's very multifaceted. Guy, he's not my kind of guy. And and apparently it wasn't super well written. Yeah, like there was book. a lot of redoing to get. I mean, so or for him to script. read the book yeah. and say, "I wanted this should be a movie," that yeah. that seemed like um, something spoke to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So do we do we do we dig into the movie or do we dig into the making of the movie first? Let's start out oh, with no. let's Tangent out, City. Oh, I know so much. See, I <laughs> want to talk about Scorsese and how he yeah. even got to making this movie. So yeah. let's start there before we okay. get into the actual movie. Movie because not just how he got into the movie, but also thinking this would be his last movie. Oh, America. For sure. Anyway, yeah. Here's the thing about cocaine. Four decades later. Cocaine in the 80s was a real thing. And that is arguably to blame, if not Liza Minnelli, for this movie. Yeah, way to go, Liza. (laughs) So we all read up on this a little bit. Who wants to to go into this? Maya's papers in front of us. Oh, you want to do the art? holding them. Okay. Well, very knowledgeable. I was hoping that they would pick this up on the... No, the the movie before this? New York, New York. No. Has either one of you seen that? that, No. That is literally the reason why we have Raging Bull. I don't think anyone's seen it. Oh, yeah. yeah, I I don't think so either. It it reminded me of Wong Kar Wai because it was like all like ad lib and they... The editing room was a mess, and Liza Minnelli just started writing her own scripts. Ooh. And, like, because, you know, R- Scorsese was starting to sleep with Liza Minnelli and doing. As one does. As, with, as directors and lead actresses do. More people than you'd think. Well, uh, man. And doing lots of cocaine, which he was getting into. And he had an unlimited budget and unlimited freedom. All of this. Turns out, not a great combination. Not a great combination. No, not even, the makings for a good one. Even for good directors, there's something about restraints that gets stuff done, you know? Mm-hmm. Actually, something about it. So. And rest- restrained usage of cocaine. Yeah, it was hard, though. You know, all, how many how many movies were made purely on cocaine? Caddyshack, I'm looking at you. Uh, Spielberg, <laughs> or not Spielberg, uh, <laughs> Stephen King. I think I everyone might. but. Yeah. Uh, what was the Stephen King... All the uh, machines came to life with uh, Emilio Estevez. That was entirely cocaine fueled. Really? Yeah. See, yeah. I'm telling you, I, I think no, I don't know what it is. There was a research lot of things. team. I, research. Team. I I feel so. I I'm used to two giant monitors. I know this me. is and, and a now computer. You, and, and now you and have. Now you'll all know that I have to like <laughs> beep, beep, look beep, at like things. A... Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. No, for sure. So that was anyway. That was it's a, not a good combination. Yeah, a research maximum team overdrive. Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, that was a good movie. Oh, with the with the truck. Oh my yeah. god, that was a crazy movie. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it is. I am suddenly having a flashback. Uh, it's on Pluto, but that is very now for free. Oh, Stephen King uh, apparently does not remember a lot of that movie. <laughs> oh, that's fair. 
That, although I feel like you need to be on something to watch it. So it could, yeah, it just goes back and forth. Anyways, so this movie was kind of a redemption movie for um, Scorsese. Scorsese. And possibly Robert De Niro talked him off a cliff from, from like, you know, not make a movie because he, he was, by the way, when he was dating Liza Minnelli, he was married, by the way. So, of course, ah. but, yeah, he wasn't, it wasn't His a good wasn't time a for the old, old Martin, if you will. Yes. So then he leaves everyone and then he, he realizes he gets some bad cocaine and he almost dies. And then, then he's real depressed. Real depressed. And I was like, Hey, let's make, but I think he needed, I think he needed to get there to identify with. Yeah, the modern. character he was like because he didn't want to do sports. He still hates sports. Yeah, doesn't like sports. Didn't well, want to do a sports only, movie. There's only ten minutes of boxing in this sports movie. Yeah, not Which a is, lot. It, it's surprising because it felt like more. Yeah, they're it pretty felt like. But also, how much boxing is actually happening in Rocky movies? Well, like the last half hour of Rocky is yeah. always boxing. The fight scenes are like the so final long. fight. And if you're not so boxing. Long. You're training. training yeah. He doesn't do a lot of training. <laughs> Not much training montage. Well, his wife's face. Yeah, his no. wife's face. You see him. Sit <laughs> on. You see him in like some sweat lodge one time when it's like. When he had to lose all that weight. Right. And it, and it sets up like. Not because he was him training. Being he was just trying Vicky. to make weight. And then the. By the, the way, fun. I did find it ironic that the character had to lose weight. And this is one of one of the things I remember about this movie is De Niro gaining weight. Yeah, six. Well, I think pounds. he had to do. I think he had to do both because he was. I mean, he was trim and like for like for movie stars of that time. Oh sure, way buffer than yeah a lot of people would ever yeah. get. Like this is pre. I love how he Arnold went. and yeah. Sylvester getting you know ripped. Yes, they were as action here. They were types. not movie stars yet. Yeah. I love how he went to go gain the weight. Like oh. he ended up going to France and like just no way eating like the richest, most delicious delicacy food oh. for like four months or something. Yeah. And then just, yeah. Like I'm going to go gain some and... weight in Europe. You know, the irony of that, that's probably still healthier than most American diets today. That's the irony yeah. of that whole th- situation probably. there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, it, I think his method is still kind of used by people who've done similar things. He set the, set the table. Yeah. So if you're going to do it, you <laughs> might as well enjoy uh, that. Gaining set weight in a fun way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I think about great gate weight gains and movie history. Let's, let's mm. talk about our favorite weight gains and losses of movie history. Intentional or unintentional? Yeah, well, <laughs> Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. <laughs> We're looking at you, buddy. Still looking at you. <laughs> Copland with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. That he gained a fair bit. Matt Damon and the informant. He, mm-hmm. he didn't know he was supposed to gain that much weight, but he didn't know. <laughs> and uh, an heir. And he's an heir. He looks bad too. Um, apparently Ryan Gosling gained too much weight for, um, oh shoot. What's the creepy? Lava Land. No. (laughs) (laughs) It was, uh, Peter Jackson, a research team. Come on. Peter Jackson's foray outside of, um, Lord of the Rings for a bit. And, uh, not Godzilla. No, no, no. It was about like a child killer. Um, oh, 
anyway, the, it got recast uh, with Marky Lovely Mark, Bones. The Lovely Bones mm. ended up becoming the dad because Peter Jackson didn't know Ryan Gosling was going to go gain a bunch of weight. And he's like, this dad should be fat. So oh. <laughs> bunch of weight and then got recast like oh, no so funny <laughs> so i do enjoy that as don't take funny don't story. take liberties and just assume yeah. you should get like, this guy for should this. be fat that's so great uh you know russell crowe he just got bigger and i enjoy him in roles after <laughs> he got bigger yeah brennan Fraser. on the flip side uh christian bale is the grossest the machinist lost weight yep. Yep. situation yep um it is interesting with with bodies now because everyone does like these these obscenely muscular frames now, um, but back then it was it, like that. Gaining weight seemed like like the pinnacle of like what a Hollywood yeah. actor could do. Yeah, you get an Oscar nom. Yeah, also gain a bunch of weight. Shout Val out to Kilmer. Rob Val Kilmer. He gained a bunch of weight for a while. <laughs> shout out to Rob McElhenney. Uh, gaining 60 pounds for oh one gosh. season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia because he thought that would be funny. Yeah. And then came back later and became like super ripped. Super ripped. He's yeah. Su- yeah he's ridiculously so, different he's looking funny. now. That's that's also one of my favorite oh. gaining weight stories. Mark Wahlberg and Father Stu apparently gained a little bit of weight. Wow. We're all back. That is amazing. He really did yeah. gain it. What was his story? Rob Athelhanis? Yeah. In the show, or well, no, yeah, I know uh, the show. What? How did he actually do it? Oh, he similar, just ate a bunch of Delicious crap. I, food. I think it. He started trying to research it, and he was asking doctors like, "How do you do this?" And they were like, "You don't. You don't should not." Gain a lot of weight, <laughs> Who the hell? Yeah. So it became like, all right. Yeah, I think they he were still saying, tried. They were saying De Niro. It was like affecting his breathing. Yeah. Well, yeah, he couldn't do scenes that long. Yeah. <laughs> he was out of breath. I can't do it. Oh, that's crazy. I imagine at the, at the last shot of the movie where he's sort of shadow boxing. Yeah. Doing, boxing I bet that took a lot. Oh, yeah. I bet he was a hurting unit. And, I mean, he did have a shirt off a decent amount. I figured it felt like there was a midway point because he came back not fat, fat, but he was he bigger. A bit of a tummy. You know, and Joe Pesci's giving him a hard time. Mm-hmm. Um in the TV scene. That was a crazy looking TV. Oh, never did get was, it working. No, it never did. That was, which was great. I can thought I, that was a great scene. Can I that. say as much as I didn't love this movie? Well, I liked a lot of parts, some things about it. I love Joe Pesci in this movie. I feel Very like different. it was the, one of my favorite Joe Pesci performances. And it was like his coming out. What's his first movie? movie. Right? Well, I think he, he'd Joe- been in bits, I think. He feels or became like a caricature of himself. Yeah. yeah. Especially Goodfellas. Everyone quotes Goodfellas all the time. Yeah. Animaniacs. I still remember the, the pigeons. And, you know, <laughs> as as half of the wet bandits, you know. That's right. That's uh, right. You know, He's probably didn't do him too many favors. But he was wonderful. I loved it. I thought I felt like it was the realist. No, yeah. He was yeah, great. He, cer- he certainly did do a caricature of himself in many other movies. Yeah. But yeah, I felt like he was a real guy mm-hmm. in a weird situation with his brother. There was a lot of like great black backstory built into just their relationship on screen versus needing to know a lot about it. Because mm-hmm. I think at some point he was a boxer and well, gave up his thing. You know, like and their dad mm. like made them fight when they were kids, 
and people would like the neighbor like, would like toss them money like for real the, the monastery right yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, i saw that and but you know none of that was like explicit in the movie but you felt like there was something there in their relationship yeah. that i really liked and i think maybe the brother i don't are they half brothers i'm not sure they maybe don't have oh. the same dad oh i didn't or they have the same dad not the same i didn't mom. get into a lot of the fact versus fiction i do know the brother and a friend joey's older maybe named patrick uh got like merged into one role oh um, that makes sense um you know movie. that happens movie yeah. simplifying save some money well actually getting back into the movie unless we want to talk about mm-hmm. backstory and cocaine um i think this is the big one just of how crazy we almost lost one of the great filmmakers of our time oh yeah that's, that's yeah either to that cocaine years, or to europe yeah yeah 40 years ago <laughs> he thought this would be his last last yeah, movie hilarious. and he still has another movie coming mm. out <laughs> yeah. yeah um someone some people were talking about how like scorsese's a genre film guy like he's always crime Mm-hmm. Which, if you watched the movie before this, he definitely is not. He definitely has a lot of. But maybe he should be. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, Stay in your lane. But one one guy said, "Yeah, the genre though is always New York. He's yes. always in New York. There's Gangs nothing in else." New York. Well, he did um, the Departed, and that was Boston. That's true. It was wicked awesome too. So wicked awesome. he broke the rule, but crime. It was good but crime. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. So. I was pretty shocked by the amount of um, wife beating uh, in the movie. It's one of those things, like, every time we go back and watch some of these older movies, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, either just, well, and obviously people are like this now, but, like, as the protagonist of a movie... Yeah, that we're supposed to like, mm-hmm. I guess, and or root for in some ways, right? In the Martin Scorsese way, yeah. He, he's he's notorious for not having good characters. Yeah, as the lead, but you're but. like, oh god, Jake, come yeah. on, man. Yeah, <laughs> not only is she really young, but yeah, you're hitting. Oh well, yeah, a you're lot. threatening to kill your first wife, who yeah <sighs> disappears. Maybe she did die. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's get down um, to the bottom of that. Yeah, sure. And then, yeah, creeping on uh, underage girls and then beating them. Well, and then going to jail for introducing underage girls. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and his test to Allegedly. tell if you're 21. Yep, My was, goodness. Yeah. There was a lot of that that I... So gross. And and even the, the moral line between both Jake and Joey with like... Like one time Jake told Joey not to swear. Yeah, that was and so then like just stop line, swearing. Yeah. Next line draws an F bomb. But like yeah. when it's like, oh, you shouldn't I mean, Joey was manic with his advice too, like go make up with her and then like, why are you still with her? Like she's driving you crazy. And yeah. you're like, what is your goal here, man? Oh no, yeah, it's like Do you, you guys... want him to be a good husband or do you oh, want him to he... be single? And then he confronts her at the bar that was interesting too but then he does kind of make that transition to like okay this guy's completely off his rocker and Mm. i need to distance myself and i'm gonna stick up for her one time and then i'm gonna yeah kind of but then you know when his wife like says oh she didn't mean anything by it when you're talking about you know the pretty young fighter Mm mm-hmm Oh, She's okay. like, mind your business. Like, <laughs> yeah, mind your business. Like, what? 
It was like the most harmless, yeah. supportive comment. They and, both have short fuses. And he's for like, sure. How dare you say anything, yeah. woman? Yeah. That all was like, ah, man, that's a bummer that this is just a thing. The part that was the hardest for me of all of that was when literally he's punching his brother, his wife is in the way, he punches his wife in the face. Oh, yeah. Like, and she gets knocked, knocked out. Cold, and knocked, yeah, knocks out. And then she comes back. Yeah, with a that, huge messed up and then she stays oh yeah and that was the scene like the like the 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 violence i'm like yeah this shows how awful it is but then it's like and then it's just and and the final straw when she leaves they don't let us know that was a crazy part like a lot of times in movies today you would get like this build up to this moment and that's why they leave but that when she leaves later in the film it's for undetermined reasons and just maybe all the things together. And yeah. so it was kind of interesting. Like there was no buildup in her, why she leaves. Right. Just... There was no, there was no scene that was the breaking point. Yeah. She just, and she wasn't even in the bar seeing yeah. what he was doing. I... She just happened to be like, okay, this is the day. I'm but gonna... she knew. But she had, she did oh, say she, she was kind of getting stuff together. She got a lawyer. Yeah. She had... I, I felt like that. She actually... was working on it. That actually felt pretty true to life in that, yeah. like, you know, you you have to just pull the trigger at some po- some opportunistic point. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he was, and maybe not there wasn't an event that and made so she, her decide, but it was. I think she decided when he punched her at yeah. some point she was going to have to leave him. Yeah, and it took whatever ten years to actually do it. Mm-hmm. I and I also think it was. You know, the movie's more from Jake's perspective. Yeah. And so, sure. We, you know, like him being unaware of maybe what the last thing was outside of knowing what he did mm-hmm. kind of makes sense too. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was interesting. I kind of, I, I mean, obviously the wives got shortchanged in this movie as characters. Yeah. I would have, I would have been interested to see more of the first one. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we got nothing other than to just and he kept show sticking us. up for her. He'd be like, "Oh no, it's fine," you know. Like Joey's like, "How come you're just gonna let her talk to you like that?" And blah 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 blah. I don't think did they show him hitting her. No, but he flipped the, the table when yeah. she like brought the steak over, yeah. and then she went and locked herself in the room because I clearly he had hit her. You know, I think it was just one of those. We don't have to see it because they've already established their relationship. Yeah. Dynamic. But I did. Go on. No, go ahead. No, no. Hey, hey, hey. What? What do you mean by that? What? Why I ought to hit me. We've talked about this with other movies about like with The Shining that it feels so much like Robert De Niro and and uh, and Joe Pesci. Yeah. And this is. It's hard because this is like the original Joe Pesci movie, but we've seen him caricatured so often that we just like, oh, it's the Joe Pesci thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But no, when you first, we have to remember this when this first came out, it was like, oh, that, oh, okay. There wasn't a Joe Pesci. And the irony is Robert De Niro was feeling more Joe Pesci like because he was like getting angry about every little thing. Yeah. And, and it's so it's it's just yeah Joe Pesci as the sane one out of the two is yeah. kind of interesting. It was right? very <laughs> unusual. Yeah. yeah, but but he, he he played it pretty close 
to still stick up for his brother, but not be as much of a psycho. Oh, that whole scene outside of the club when he like hitting the, the guy with the door. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because so you know, like, I just he's remember got it. That also, part. that's not the last like, time he slammed somebody in the door, whoa. right? Isn't that a classic Joe Pesci move? That is a classic Joe Pesci move. That's true. Yeah, that was that was interestingly it was unhinged, and yeah, he kept scampering away. I, oh, man. I loved. Like how emasculated, uh, I forget the guy's name, the other guy with the tiniest forehead. <laughs> um, Sal. Yeah, something like that. Um, like he had to sit in that meeting with Tommy. Oh, that was so And Joey funny. and be like, all right, shake hands. And this guy like. Salvi. Salvatore Bats. Yeah. Salvi Bats. That's a great name. Got the crap kicked out of him, and Joe Pesci's just sitting there like, yeah, all right, we can we can be like water under the bridge. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's all got a sling, yeah. and his face Basically is messed a full up. Body cast. He's so like, funny. shake his hand. By the way, did you know that this De Niro won the Oscar for this movie? Mm-hmm. I think I didn't know that. Yeah. I guess he did. What this got ranked. very nominated for lots of things. Lots didn't of it? things. Yeah. All the things. Best film editing as well. Thelma. Yeah. Who was a college friend of um, Martin Scorsese's, apparently. Mm. And I forget if it was this one was the first time she could actually be credited as an editor. There's something about oh, the editing interesting. Uh, guild where women were not initially allowed or wow. some such some such nonsense and then she's edited a bunch of his stuff since um very good she's the other she's won two more oscars for the departed of course mm-hmm. and the aviator there you mm-hmm. go nice work age 83 but yeah i think she Shoot. and and scorsese went to school together yeah i was gonna say scorsese's about that old yeah, yeah it's about right um, do we want to talk about the the black and white and even the why of the black and white? Well, I I yeah, let's talk well, let's talk about the black and white and you've already mentioned Rocky in your your intro there. So that did kind of The colors. That did kind of help us. So color. Rocky's so colorful. Did you It is so that? colorful. <laughs> Although I I think the 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 movie poster of Rocky is maybe black and white. But. I think it is. But yeah, isn't so didn't they say that he chose to do black and white for Raging Bull because I have two re- two reasons. I also there was like the reasons. color of the gloves. That's yes. what I heard as well. Something yep. was wrong about the color of the gloves. Yes. Yeah. Is... So it was like let's just black and white yeah. it. And but really they don't want to be they don't want to be rocky. Yeah. That was the real reason. Well, and like. and he wanted to show a lot of blood without showing a lot of blood. Yeah. There's a sort of like the, the blood on the ropes. That would have been pretty gross if it had been. Yeah, that's true. Which, you know, uh, Quentin Tarantino did a similar thing with the theatrical release of Kill Bill 1, I think. Really? When when you go into the giant showdown yeah. with all the samurai, yeah. mm-hmm. it went black and white. No way. I'm pretty sure. That would make sense. Huh. I think that was Kieran Reeves. I feel like it was a good choice to go black <laughs> and white. Same. And then really interesting when they show the uh, uh, video footage being in color. Mm-hmm. Like the the filmed memories in the movie were in color and everything else was in black and white. Wow. I didn't even notice that. I didn't even click my brain that that was in color. I did notice a couple of times they 
shot to like a newspaper article or something and it was the actual family oh like, yeah that was interesting too, i was yeah. like oh they're showing like real pictures i think not when he got just a, the or no when he i forget if he got her when he was got take two yeah when he got arrested <laughs> there we go or when he threw the fight i forget there was a newspaper article of actual mm-hmm. jake lamato which i thought was interesting yeah, yeah that's a weird thing switch that back and forth but there was also some quote of jake lamata's where when he looked back on his life it felt like a black and white movie he had said or something you know maybe that's that's nice someone rewrote that to make it or he said it after the fact Mm. Uh, i I thought that was pretty cool yeah nice but yeah it did make it it did it just made it kind of interesting i don't know I don't know what it would have looked like, all color, but yeah. it did I add imagine some I would have liked it less. It also makes it timeless because you just don't know when it was made. Like I yes. didn't I didn't know this movie was nineteen eighty. Yeah. That's the other thing too. Like I didn't know it was being filmed the same time Rocky was being filmed. Yeah. That would have been like, oh, why are you I, I, it's surprising. It's surprising that it came out. You know, kinda like when like every movie had someone shooting a bow and arrow like ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> when all, all the volcano movies came yep, out. all the volcano yeah. movies came out for a while. Oh, Earthquakes. Yeah. And then all the superhero movies. Oh, wait, we're still in that era. <laughs> yeah. Still um, strong. In that era. But, yeah, I. that was one of those, I think, at first. Also, it wasn't um, widescreen, which was probably just because of the time. Oh, yeah. What was the format? It was... I had bars on the sides. I oh, forget. you did? Oh, on the sides. So it must have been like the old... Four or three or something. But it, yeah, it felt, it made it have a quality to me that was like more like a story you were being told as opposed to reality, which I think Mm -hmm. is also kind of appropriate for this character. And it felt like it was closer to the era it was being filmed. Like, you know what I mean? Like it didn't, and it didn't feel like an 80s movie. Yeah. That's it. The problem with, you know, even Taxi Driver feels more of the era, that late 70s. Oh, yeah. Like than, gritty yeah. New York in that way. And this one, you like, you really couldn't tell. Like, really, it could have been as, like, the Hitchcock movie we watched, Rear Window, or it could be gritty New York. It could have been both. Because with a black and white, there's a kind of a cleanness to it. Yeah. You're not sure which way it would go. Like, the pool scene would have been totally different if you saw colors and like if there was a filth or if it was like perfectly done, but in black and white, it's like, well, yeah, yeah, I, you could only tell by the swimsuit what it. you'd want it to be like almost that it was technicolor, the 40s, you know, yeah. like bright to yeah, like add all this glamour like Hitchcock or, whatever, or and the, then it, yeah, but then that would have felt weird. I did love actually speaking of that scene and thinking about the acting, like De Niro's like dorky but cool guy for like a teenager. Yeah. approach to her i thought was like pretty charming ignoring that he was too old and she was too young mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like this funny hey my brother wants to meet you you know and yeah and like, oh yeah he's, he's got sitting that in this cool car yeah he's just yeah. putting oh. the vibe out yeah, he's yeah walking over and he's always hiking his pants up and little yep. finger shake i thought that was kind of adorable ignoring again he was there to cheat on his wife with an underage girl mm-hmm. <laughs> The idea of a young De Niro. You can get past that. If you can ignore all of the context. <laughs> the young De Niro being like a cool, like trying to be a cool guy uh, was like, was, yeah. 
Yeah, it was kind of adorable. It just spoke more to his, like, insecurities. Yes. You know, like, because there's just so much where that paranoia comes from and, like, anger and... Yeah. I think... Do we... Can I bring up the R, the R issue? The Rocky of the room? We're talking about Rocky again. Okay, go Well, on. I want to bring up Rocky. Okay. Let's do it. So some of the issues I had with the movie that I think Rocky did well, and obviously oh, they're very different. Did you different. watch Rocky this week? Not this week, it. but like a couple months ago. Oh, well, okay. When I've been go. working our ways through the Rockies. Oh, which, which one number are you on now? Four is what we're doing, and I'm going to do the the new director's cut. Oh, my gosh. Mm. You got to watch the original Drago. Well... It's supposedly like better with Sylvester uncutting it. Can't be worse. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. And that's one of those ones like I have so much nostalgic love for that movie. Me too. That's the one I have the if most I can nostalgic. Watch the best version of it. And oh, it's like, sure. hey, it's as good as I remember. Yeah. Anyway, no, the first four is the one I've seen the most, unfortunately. I think there's so much clarity around like Rocky's situation in life. As far as like his career as a boxer, how much money he's not making, like mm, his apartment sure. situation, how much money none of them have, right? Like, but in this where we meet Jake, he's already into his career as a boxer. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's had some pretty big fights. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if his apartment is good or bad. I Agreed. don't. I don't know if he's successful because like back in the forties. You wouldn't necessarily know if you're living in a. I think until he gets to Florida and has like the pool and the, you know the, like the the two Cadillacs or whatever they were. I don't think they were Cadillacs, but right. You're like okay, so now he's doing good financially. Mm-hmm. Up until that point, I have no clue if he's hard up for money, if he's mm. not, and so there's this weird like, I I don't. Like to move to me, the movie became about like nothing's ever enough for Jake LaMotta. Like, he's always looking for that next thing. You know, he wants to be a champ, he wants a younger wife, he wants to be a comedian, mm. he wants to be a you know, hotshot club guy. You know, after going to the Copa, mm. like, he wants all these things, nothing he has is ever good enough, and so he makes dumb decisions in order to get that. In Rocky, and maybe this is you know, I'm you know, mid. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm basic is like he's down on his luck he's doing the only jobs he can do he's not a great fighter and it's it's kind of clear where he's at and where he can go and i i love that about that movie and like in a similar way he's charming but he's not as creepy charming there's still a little creepiness with how you, oh, also yeah, have to, one is you also have uh, to take into account is that this is a Adrian. biography. Yes. And Rocky is not. Right. Rocky is a... Yeah, it's it's a... That what? movie's he meant to be about hope. written for what? him to be yes. a hero. He was... Yes. You know, what? like... But I think I think there's still <laughs> the just sad news context. is for this movie you have to keep like telling yeah. s- somewhat the truth about how it went. There's still just context that you get about yeah. what's driving the character. And I think in Raging Bull, it's just like he's just, you know, it's in the name. He's just got rage or he's got, ang- you know, um, uh, words. We said it already. Not anxiety. Low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. Yeah. 
Also, they do kind of touch on like the fights that were really close and that never went in his favor. Right. And I wasn't and even so sure like, how real that yeah, was. Did that really happen or was it his perception of how it was like, oh, yeah. it's because well, he's a victim. Yes. Those the the fights I of course looked up some of the fights because I thought that was freaking awesome mm-hmm. and he was a crazy like left himself open when he went for the fights which he just took yeah kind of rope a dope real soft well he had a soft chin I mean he had a hard chin because he he took fight his real well but they were he would like knock the crap out of people yeah they called him a bully but he was a bully he would lose the the, the match on points on points so mm-hmm. like he like. Because he's the, way too long to do that. So. Right. Yeah. Or, there's like scenes where he's watching the clock. Like, right. Which, why are you waiting? I don't know if that's yeah, like legit, it. but like he'll have like a great round where he like knocks the guy on the ground. Yeah. And like like the Sugar Ray Leonard one where he knocked him out. And, Robin he's sitting dead on his feet. But but then he got up. And then in the real life, like Sugar Ray then has a pretty good fight the rest of the the, the round. Um, so it, it's, it's, he's a Perception. crowd favor in real life he was the crowd favorite because when he hit him he hit him and they knocked him out so it was more fun to watch him like knock him out so that was kind of true because the crowd would like boo when he lose i think he really liked to be the entertainer possibly he was giving him the show and then in the end he didn't get the points because he was too busy putting on a show and i think he just maybe wasn't as uh thoughtful or strategic a fighter yeah, he was like a brawler. Yeah, I think the strategy was lacking for sure. Yeah, and nobody, and he didn't listen to anybody. I mean, they spend most of the fights with them going, "Why are you doing that? The, Stop the, doing that!" And that's the part that was, I think, it's because Scorsese is not a sports guy. Yeah, because there's no way in heck the real Jake Lamana didn't have like a team, like telling him what to do. Because he he changed his strategy for Sugar Ray Leonard the second time when he beat him. And by the way, that scene where he knocked him through the ropes, that was legit. There's a picture of him hitting him in the stomach and going through the ropes. And this is Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Robinson. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Not sorry. Not not, sorry. Sugar Ray Robinson. Not the band. Not the man. Not 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 the guy who's making TikTok videos. So that they definitely like he he was definitely like that the the crowd favorite because he just hit hard and he did create and he did crazy stuff, but like technically speaking, he probably did lose those fights. Right, way, you do kind, of, but he certainly it added to the low self esteem chip on your shoulder. Like you thought you won, yeah, you knew clearly you were better. Well, and from a yeah, from a storytelling perspective too, it's like he doesn't listen to anybody. He wants to do everything his way. Yeah, yeah. And the one stand-up thing sometimes. he did was like waiting so long to do anything with the mafia because yeah. he wanted to get the title match on Which his own. It's a true story, by the and way. And then in the end, he finally throws a fight so he can get the title match. And he gets the title doing match it for the mafia. And he, and, and the, the the sad Which part works. is that's what everyone had to do back then. That's the sad part about that era of, of boxing. Yeah. And but for a minute, you're kind of like, well, I might maybe I like him because he's like not wanting to do this. Didn't. Did you guys feel like, I mean, they kept hinting at like, you got to talk to Tommy. He should talk to Tommy, 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 Tommy. Mm -hmm. I didn't totally get, I mean, until it was pretty laid out, like, (laughs) hey, you got to like take a fall on this like 
what was Tommy, you know, who was Tommy? What did he have to do with boxing? I wasn't, I thought maybe it was about getting him a new, like a man, like a proper coach or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he was like, it basically was you do this, this like, you get a title York, match. In New York, you only get a title match if I say you get a title I match. I think, yeah. And honestly, but it t- yeah. took so long to explain those dynamics or why he would or wouldn't want to interact with that guy. There's definitely parts of the story that are not explained from yeah, and like perspectives and points. I probably this is going to be the running joke with me. Like, it's not that I want everything laid out, but there's some stuff where it's like, how would I know anything about this character or why? Right, he matters. Yeah, Spirited story. Away is a good movie. <laughs> Just because you don't know all the facts, Spirited Away is still a good movie. Why were those three heads jumping around? <laughs> Why were they there? What was their job? Comic relief. What was their for job? For me, anyway. Everyone Uh-oh. else needed a job. What was their job? To become a baby? You, you know, for this, you ready for this hot take? Yeah. Uh, the movie character might not have been as bad as the real Jake LaMotta. Oh, yeah. Well, yes, I heard this quote yes. when he Jake LaMotta watched the movie and he was like, was, he asked his wife, Vicky, ex-wife, yeah. was who I really? By, who, by the way, is more attractive than the actress. Really? She I is. Look into it. I looked she her up. Is, She's pretty good looking. She was. She was. <laughs> I didn't look this up, but that said she was in Playboy when in, 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 in her fifties, like, late forties, early fifties. Like and she was fifty-two or something. When there was a picture of her with the actress who played her, I was like, she's prettier. <laughs> and like it's yeah. just like she's a very and and it's crazy because you realize how young she was because Jake Lamotta looks dead, yeah, and then she still looks like uh like she could be on Golden Girls. Not well, Golden, he definitely uh, like Golden. Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Charlie's Angels. Sorry. <laughs> Freudian no. slip. He could have been on Golden Girls. Yeah, he yeah. could have. Uh, well, anyway, he, he looked. He looked like he's he gonna go take Sophia out he, on a date. He kind, his face kind of <laughs> looks like the the mask of of uh, the oh, is Friday the Thirteenth. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I did have some prosthetic issues with, uh, with but, old Jake. But did Lamotta. you see Jake Lamotta's face in real the life? The beginning it one with the yes. prosthetic, that His part nose was like looked insane. Jacked so up so bad. And then in the movie, during the like movie, you're play. like, yeah, during the movie you thought, okay, that looks like something. Yeah, but and then at the end it was better. But in the beginning, you, I definitely I remember like, looking what? at that nose and I was like, like what? Somebody, this is what we're going to look at? Somebody paid money for this? Yeah. yeah. But the the line, you know, or, you know, he watched the movie, was like, wow, was I really like that? And she's like, you were worse. Much worse, I think she said. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And that's which isn't surprising. Still, like chubby like, enough with him later on. I mean, we seems. didn't see every time he beat her. It and was the eighties. Who knows, guys? Like, I, I don't <laughs> think we cool, realize man. how far we've come. I know people like it's. it's well, really... this was the forties and the fifties. Exactly. What? Yes. And maybe this. Is it good. was the fifties for her though, because I don't think she. Well, let's do. Because if she's, I don't know. Time also didn't like they kept showing me. Dates. I believe they were married for like eleven years. Yeah, I found it. They kept showing dates, and I kept being like, "What was the last date I saw?" Yeah, and how old is anyone? Yeah. Like, no one knows. I, I kept. It was like you can yeah. keep adding numbers. Yeah. You want. I think it starts nineteen forty one, and, and he retires in fifty six. Mm. So somewhere in there, he's. Yeah, I mean, it, there's a. How much older was Jake than Vicky? Do we well, that's know? a good question. Okay, we'll go research team on that. Okay, talk about something else for a second. I'm the research team. 
Oh, yeah. you are? Oh, that's, that's Who's the on the secret. research team? What? Normally. What? Where's my computer? Okay, so Jake LaMotta was born in 1922. Vicky LaMotta was born in 1930. So that's only eight years. Okay. But, so if, but if she was 15, 15 he's 23. 23. That's about right. That makes sense. His first wife. So it wasn't, I mean, so he would, no, it wasn't his first wife. That was his second No, wife. that's what I was saying. Oh. He's already like leaving his first wife. And, yeah. So yeah. they must not have been married very long. And when they're chummy in pictures, like he looks like he's about to die. Jake Lamar looks like he's about to die. But yeah, but he's only eight years older than her. Hmm. And he looks, yeah. So it's not as insane. And he outlived her. In the scheme of things, I guess. But he at when Take he met her, he only died like seven years ago. Oh my goodness! When and he met her, was pretty crazy. She died about ten years before that, I think. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Indeed. So indeed. So okay, I still. Oh no! Apparently, I need to <laughs> wash watch my computers around me. Um. This being the best sports movie of all time, and it is on several lists, the number one. It's kind of cheating because it is a sports movie, but is this your, would you consider this the snobbiest sports movie of all time? Let's 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 do that. Not the best sports movie, but the snobbiest. It's not the best for me. No, it we'll, is we'll talk about snob. best in a second. It is snobby. Yeah. Is it the snobbiest sports I'm movie? I'm trying to time? think of a snobbier sports yeah, movie. Yeah, I think Rocky it's pretty snobby. One is pretty snobby. Because mm. it's the least fun Rocky to watch. Man, but he is so freaking charming in that movie. Oh, you love him, it's true. You love I think it is, the natural is a little snobby in the I don't know it's, cinematography piece and i think this is very cinematography snobby i mean it's black and white what's gonna i think it's pretty snobby, snobby because it you know you can technically call it a sports movie because there's some sports in it it's right. about a boxer mm-hmm. but like there's not a lot of sports in it i got one that's maybe snobbier hoop dreams well that was the other option and i didn't watch that yeah that would be my uh but be, it's a documentary and that's I mean, true it's not it's not the same thing because i don't feel yeah, that's not snobby. No, that's just facts. Yeah. <laughs> that's just what happened. Yeah, this is true. This is someone's it's take true. on what, what happened. happened. Yeah. yeah, and and I think this adds snobby points because Scorsese didn't even want to do a sports movie. So this is the most yeah. non-sports movie a sports movie could be. Yep. Yeah. Because it's someone who's kind of anti-sport. Yeah. Making. It. I, mean, I appreciate yeah. a lot of things about it, snobby wise. The fact that. It's his kind of comeback or last chance movie yes. that he makes. Oh, yeah. And that also so because it was so, he thought it was like his swan song, he spent so much time editing this movie. Like he Which spent. Which is great. And, this, and that's one of the Oscars that it won yeah. was the editing. Yeah, and I think it. He it. poured a lot of stuff into it and I feel like he earned what he was awarded. Yeah. yeah. It. It matters in film history too, because exactly what you guys were talking about. Like it kept Scorsese one making films in America, and it also added the first pairing of Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese. Sure, that's right. And so all this amazing film history comes after these 
you mm-hmm. know, three got together. Yeah. And so you can't ignore its place. Yeah. And it is like, it is iconic. And there's shots that are so iconic. I love the weird smoky uh, boxing arena. Like there's never walls. And they had curtains. They had like blackout curtains. Yeah. It's just it like, it's just get... people fade yeah. into nothing and yeah. it's just smoke. And so there's this also weird. Like when he's boxing, he's kind of boxing in a void. And like the, I didn't actually like this, but it was interesting. All the, the gore, like every time. Blood on the ropes. I remember that being an important thing. Blood on the legs. Oh yeah. When it just splashed everybody, like pretty horrifically, but also. That was, that was a little ridiculous. That was Kill Bill. That was like Kill Bill. And I thought thought, like, well, that's, that looks weird. Yeah. But I kind of like what you're going for. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of amazing, I, and I thought it was stuff. very, I was very um, engaging and didn't distract too much. Like it's not any worse than Rocky. Like no, in some, like distracting from the fighting in a sense. Oh sure. And you know what's funny is it didn't feel like it was bad. It it wasn't as bad as Wesley Snipes trying to play basketball. <laughs> no, and Jake and Jake Lamata basically trained him to and said okay i think you're good enough that you could be a fighter now so now like okay now you're ready fun facts uh robert de niro entered a few matches and won two out of the three oh he did yeah i did because he actually like got pretty good that's dope i i thought he was built for it i think i thought with some of the choreography as cool as like the first person view stuff was which is which is different than rocky mm-hmm. you know where everything was kind of outside yep, yep. the ring he was inside the ring it also made it feel pretty stilted when he was fighting like to me it didn't have some of the movement mm-hmm. because it was like stay in shot like man we're not gonna move the around sugar, right the i also know robinson though that the look that big uh, and just the way he looked he looked like a they made him like a skeleton looking guy yeah yeah and that was crazy because i i'm not familiar with sugar ray robinson other than by namesake but yeah. and it, it kind of looks like him mm-hmm. but i think they must have gone for that more gaunt look because it just he looks terrifying yes and it's Freaking. well and, it's, and they're lightweight fighters too i mean yeah middle light yeah. yeah middle lightweight but they're still i mean it's still one of the best fighters of all time that he's going and he, and he knew i love that like the only guy he respected was robinson because mm-hmm. he's like i can't do this i gotta fight robinson tomorrow like because he knows that robinson's his equal and apparently Robinson in real life, Robinson's coach couldn't do what, Seth? What I can't do this. <laughs> couldn't have sex with his wife. Oh no, her girlfriend. His girlfriend at the time. His fifteen sixteen. His fifteen year old girlfriend, girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. They were, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That so was a very to, uncomfortable uh, cool, scene. Cool down. Very oh, uncomfortable, really uncomfortable scene. And apparently Paul Schrader uh wrote a much more graphic version. Oh yeah. Apparently this was way edited down. Really? Yeah. To yeah. make it past standards. Used ice <laughs> more vigorously. Wow. Wow. <laughs> apparently uh Blue Velvet would not have been the worst movie we watched then. No. no. Oh no, man. Which apparently Paul Schrader said I was just curious what I could get past the censors. So Back to boxing. Sorry. I love that. Jeez, guys. Tangent. Yes, but I want to just highlight that a Oscar-winning writer in an Oscar-winning movie wrote 
a scene to just see what could get past the censors. That this was not about that's art. The this most just that's the most Hollywood thing. And I've still, ever the movie that did get through was like critically thumbs down because of the violence and the what was graphic. I mean, the movie that originally like. Oh, yeah, yeah. When it first was screened, everybody was like, eh, this was way too It still got numbed for much. Everything. And then it kind of crept up on yeah, everybody. Like, yeah. all right, you're going to get eight Oscars for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or right. however. So, what were you want to talk about boxing? Let's talk about boxing, people. Oh, get your minds out of the gutter, guys. I'll tell you what. <gasps> you brought it up. I did not. Ryan made me say it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to clarify what you're. I was confused. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Also. Wait, what? So nobody in real life <laughs> actually wanted to fight Ray LaMotta. And Sugar Ray wanted to fight him. And his manager said, no, you're not going to fight him. And he made, so he did. So the only reason why Sugar Ray and Ray LaMotta had these great fights is because Sugar Ray Robinson really wanted to fight him. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Something to prove. And it's, and it's kind of fun because it did go back and forth. But man, and that, I still can't get over. Like Sugar Ray was the smooth, like everything was just, great boxing and, and Ray Lamont's like leave yourself open just brawl just hit. take it on the face it also kind of goes to show like the times and how much there was no regulation and like you fight this next person because they have the record that you should be I don't know like, well, there's I think no, that's like, still pretty true in boxing it's still true degree. like that's right. still true in boxing and even MMA like there's guys who like no one wants to fight and no one will there's still that's still true so that's like yeah it's not totally merit based no it's not and it's kind of yeah so that's I mean it's harder now because like you can't get away with as much because of and social media actually stuff, but. you know in a movie with a lot of creepiness and uh, um, spousal battery and swearing the fact that statutory rape yeah the fact that sugar ray robinson as a central character there was like nothing with race none ever even mentioned not one no i think i think the most that they discussed was the fact that some of those fights went one way or the other and they alluded a little bit to the fact that they were italian and that might have had something to do with yeah but it's like but you were taking the side of the black guy over the yeah. Italian guy, which I thought was like, oh, yeah. like and maybe I, in New York at that time. I don't know. I yeah, maybe. No one liked Italians back then. Yeah, it's true. The the irony is the in real life, Ray LaMotta complained because Sugar Ray Robinson was going into the army, I believe. And so, oh, right. They and thought so it was they, a pity. A pity because he's going there. So he's like, like he's going to be out for a while. We and so they got to give him the victory. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Like he's the more patriotic one because Ray couldn't yeah. get in because he was. Oh, he got beat too much by a staff. But it, it did feel like there was, must have been some amount of appreciation for Sugar Ray Robinson because mm-hmm. Joey and Jake did, never, like, insulted him as a boxer or a person. No. It was like, he was, yeah. judges He was the him, standard. He was like, the standard. Was you beat him, you're, you're good. Yeah. And that was like weirdly refreshing in a in a wor- world where I could imagine this movie like them throwing out every racial epithet in the world, mm-hmm. and you would have been yeah. Like, and I could imagine them saying that sure. <laughs> and they do it in other you know movies. Yes, yeah. So, so, but this was, had nothing yeah, to do with it. Was that. pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So, um, a crazy thing. This was 1980 was the year that Scorsese finally got the rights for Gangs to New York as well. 
which he's been itching to get forever. And that was like the one movie he always wanted to make. But but he was already into Raging Bull at that point. But it was just kind of a like a side note. Like, but I I'm glad to hear that since he thought it was his last song. So I I wonder like that that when if he thought it was like this is the last movie I ever make. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I got the rights to Gangs in New York, which is like my favorite book ever. So. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't make that for what thirty more yeah, years. Yeah, I'm wondering yeah. at, at so what point, or for how many years was Robert De Niro Bill the Butcher, and you know, yeah, in, I guess it was only sure. 20, only twenty two years. Yeah, until but he didn't have the rest of the cast. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Man, uh, I'm pretty sure I rather I prefer the actor who played the butcher. Oh, of course. <laughs> sure, I would replace some of the other actors. But... Imagine if you're like, I'm sorry, Daniel. We're gonna go with somebody else. <laughs> I mean, if it's De Niro over him, I guess I get that. That would be so funny. I wonder if there's ever. I would. I want to see what movies Daniel Day Lewis didn't get. If if that ever has been a thing. I mean, probably. if he didn't get it, it's because he said no, thank you. Yeah, probably not yeah, because they sure. wouldn't have given it to him. I can't become that person for four months. No, thank you. <sighs> okay, guys, you know what I keep doing? I keep going through though. We don't love this movie as a sports movie. And we don't mm-hmm. love no. this movie as our even our favorite Scorsese, Scorsese or De Niro movie, right? Nope. But you know what? It's still arguably the best acted sports movie. I, I don't, don't know think about it's acted. Wrong. I think filmed. I, I think it's the very no, well I think, filmed. I think De Niro did great. I Question think mark? I think Joe Pesci, Joe was, Pesci great. was great. And Vicky Joe was Pesci. great. Vicky was great. Yes, she did good. And like like and and I really don't remember any other seeing her in any other movie like until like way later when she played like the older. What else was she in that was like nineties? Oh. Right. Uh, what was it? She was the mom in something. Kathy Moriarty, right? Yeah. Yeah. Research team. Copland, analyze that. Analyze that. No. Oh, no. that's funny. The, the that's reunion. funny that she's in that she one. She is that though. one. That's funny. Uh, gosh. Apologies. Why the Apologies. Hell dish? Audience, you're it. probably screaming I'm, at us. I'm moving on, by the way. You're probably screaming at us. Why you guys looking at She was in this. Casper. She's the bad guy in Casper. That's what we all know her from. That's what I know her from. That's super funny. That classic. So I'm going to say this, guys. I still think. This is the best snobby sports movie we could have watched. Yeah, I I don't snobby, think yeah. I, could argue I guess that. I guess that's okay. Like it's cuz it gets us What do you argue against? It gets us good De Niro. No, I can argue for it. It gets oh, good De Niro. It gives us saying. good Scorsese, classic Scorsese. Like this is a Scorsese film through and through. How yeah. what other this snobby is, sports movies are there? Rocky 1. I don't even know that that's... That wasn't that meant to be that way. Snobby. It was. It, it just is. is. It's, it, it's, it's just because Stallone fought so hard to get it. Well, I think, because, I think because it's a character study more than you yes. would expect them and to be. And it's not a true story. No, but it's no. great because it's not It's it's not just a... Yeah. Rocky, it's not Rocky Ford. Right. Come. It's not Rocky Ford. It's not he's Rocky not, Ford. He's not a no. larger than life character. As a guy who watched Rocky Four first and thought, oh, Rocky movies are like this. And then I watched the first one like 10 years later. Were you Rocky, disappointed? I watched I was Rocky like, Three first. Yeah. Hey, Machine Gun. No, that was no, no that's a terrible one. 
That's five. That's Mr. T's third. Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn. Let's there get we go. right. Yeah, that remember. was Mr. T. Introducing Mr. T. Yeah, that's the one I remember. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So they were both three and four, to me, with like kind of the same sort of ridiculousness. But when you watch the first one, you're like, oh, it's awkward and like feels like, like the, the relationship between him and Adrian is like weird and yeah, like they're a bunch of weirdos and it's trying to just, find their way awkward. i love and them. it's great i love it and it's just like His... it's just like oh this is i see why this is good yeah why the other one feels like just formulaic it felt like a real yeah it didn't feel like garbage sports movie i think two, two and three again rewatching them not to turn this in a rocky pod too well, late it's okay two and three does still do a pretty good job of rocky trying to become this person he's not yes and then by four we kind of throw that out although i gotta rewatch four but like there's this interesting <laughs> thing where like but one rocky balboa is such a compelling character and sylvester stallone plays it so freaking well yeah it's great where you're like you are a dumb yeah. Oaf, who just really is Lovable. sweet on this girl and you're trying every trick you have mm -hmm. to like let me tell you a dumb joke every day yeah and i'm gonna buy a bunch of turtles and fish they're because charming i just want to be in here they're That's charming so as and she's so, so weird good. and she's awkward so and her awkward. brother oh and he's the worst <laughs> he's no i'm telling you rocky one is really good it's and so, so good and so i was I, blown I, away by how well acted and uh, written it was it really sure. is it's, it. it's sure. still sylvester stallone's best it's also movie. and it's also compelling because you know how hard he fought for it yeah and it kind of makes you also love scorsese because of what was on the line for this movie yeah like those are the charming stories not yeah. the characters morals or well and i i think raging bull suffers from being a biopic we have to get from point a to point B. he did marry a 16 year old he was married before that yeah. <laughs> you know like, yeah. these like, are things that they had to tell in the story you can't pretend yeah. that well that didn't and it's happen. like i think even just the time she's job, not a quirky librarian type <laughs> I, I think the other thing that we lost in the script or, or the edit or something was like him going from boxer to wannabe comedian yeah like that jump happened nightclub guy who just kind of like hey i got a microphone right and i think he just got carried like, away we just with it. jumped to that where we, he never really even hinted at it no before in the movie so no. i think there to me there's like connective tissue issues well and also there was supposed to be a sequel mm. to the movie raging bull now that's fun fact but it was uh MGM or whoever produced the Raging Bull 2 Electric Boogaloo said yeah said no you can't use that name so they changed it to Rocky 4 No yeah what's what's the other nickname he had Well it's Raging Bull or the New York Bull or the no what something was it? It the was Bronx Bull Bronx Bull Bronx. there you go Yeah so he was going to change it to that and then of course it fizzled out I well maybe he made it I don't remember well, but there's a sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like, well, where do you take it from there? Yeah, I. But I, you know, I think going back to my hot take, yeah. that Rocky's better. Sure. It's it's more. It, Rocky is easily more enjoyable. Obviously, you want to root for Rocky, even if you don't like boxing. Even if you don't like boxing, 
It's so charming. This one, you have to overcome how awful Jake LaMotta is. Yeah. And then, you know, even if you're in it for the boxing, I think as a, you know, if you know boxing history, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember this fight or that fight. But they go by in like two seconds. Yeah. And I think how the scenes are portrayed, it's not a good view of the boxing match like you would see in Ali or Rocky or any of, you know, a lot of other boxing movies. Um, the fighter. No, it's stylized. It's like it's... we're in his head. And it's like it's like fantastical. It's not a real version of a boxing match. Like he there's no way he just stood there going, hit me, hit me, hit me. And literally just stood there. Yeah. There's no way. Like it wouldn't look like that in real life. Baby. Yeah, but it didn't look like that. He didn't stand in one spot. Did you watch the 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 real fight? Seth, there's no way. Research team didn't have time to watch the <laughs> No. So I watched it because it's called the the massacre on Val- the, the same. I, they did Valentine's use Day. they did use the real audio of the announcers when he's like he's yeah, yeah, getting yeah. beat to hell or because he he it, it's rough it's and and the last barrage of hits where they call it mm-hmm. felt like the movie. But did he go? But he in the movie he looks perfectly fine. Yeah. And then he goes, come on, hit me. And he drops his arms purposefully. Yeah, yeah, no. And he that, gets beat to no, hell. He's he's this the whole time. He's, yeah. He's like, it's not man. like, so to me, the movie, like to me, that got into like, oh, he's doing his thing again. Sure. But it was like, no, it wasn't that. He was just getting the crap beat out of him. I, I, so I think that's where like... Mm. I think that's where the Scorsese failures happen from. A but Scorsese always said sports. he's not going. Yeah, and he 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 fully said I'm not going to make it look like a realistic sports movie. Right. He never. But never he, But he second. also did some stuff that was realistic. Like he like he specifically put in that bloody rope. That was dope. And like the, I thought that was the bloody weird. the bloody sponge because he was like I saw boxing and that's what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is a horrific thing. Yeah. Yep. And those touches are like amazing and powerful. But they kind of like, I don't know, it doesn't, the rest of it doesn't feel like a genuine boxing match. And it wasn't supposed to. And like, that's fine. But I think. But it didn't feel horror. Like. But no, it also sometimes was awesome. It was awesome. Like, I sometimes. I like the, all the actors looked like they knew what they were, how to box. Yes. Well, and clearly he knew. Well, and I, but I think that was my issue sometimes with choreography was I know De Niro can move around like a boxer, but sometimes the the cinematography required him to be pretty static. Yeah. And it stopped feeling like he was a good boxer. It started feeling like he had to sit in this one spot. Okay. But I, it, it told the story it tried to tell. And I love how we just went tunnel vision in the ring. Oh yeah, that's like great. the smoky because like, they covered it in black curtains I, and smoke. We've heard this it's it dope, was great. It's still sweet. I love it. it was good. And, but it looked it was awesome it and did like make you feel interesting. Is. Like yeah. it wasn't about the crowd, like you see in a lot of Rockies and stuff. Well, yeah, I was gonna say too that it didn't show Vicky and in Rocky, you see Adrian so yeah. much during She's the fight, and, yeah. like cringing, covering her face. The only time they show Vicky during a fight, she does cover her face, but it's the one. I think it's the one that she, he threw the fight. Yeah. 
And she's just like, oh my gosh, good grief. She covers her face when he's getting beat down by Sugar Ray, too. Mm. Oh, that's Cause the one. Because there's only one too. part, I think, where they show her during a fight. One was like, because one was like, yeah, it was two different reactions. Again, uh, well acted. Mm-hmm. It's just hard. So well acted. I mean, there's so many things from a craft perspective. Yeah. It's so good. It is. And, it's, it, and there's sports movies aren't done this well, usually. Yeah. And that's the hard part about like trying to pick the best sports movie because really we want to pick a movie that's closer to the genre than this is because this is closer to a gangster film than it is to a sports movie. Well, and if you're watching, if you want to watch a good sports movie, you already, usually you already know the story. So you're really just looking yeah. for somebody to you know, make it kind of Hollywood for you, and the you're movie, like happy about it. I the think whole that time. we would have been more uh, liked more would have been um, like Pride of the Yankees, because it's one that like I haven't seen. It's always on the top lists, um, and it and it's got it's got the chops to always be on the top lists. But I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's good. Have you seen it? I've seen that's one again one of those I've seen clips of it right but I've sure. never seen the whole thing sure I've definitely but I, seen clips. I think that gets into an old school like I think that with this at least the craft yeah it's 1980 and it's Scorsese so is like good. good it's so I think good. the other I one you'd like be like this is Yankees, pretty flat it's you already know the story you just want it to be Done Hollywood right. eyes yeah true and yeah. Gary Cooper is Gary Cooper okay. yes so. as much as we does a good job not love this movie. I'm so glad we watched this movie. Oh, 100%. Sure. Like, that's the other thing about, Absolutely. like, nothing Check about it this. It's it's a great snobby movie. And, and honestly, of all the Scorsese oh. movies, I think, because I haven't oh. seen it, hadn't seen the movie, that was exciting. Well, honestly, I haven't seen that much young De Niro, and certainly no. not that young Pish- no. Pesci, and that was no. really interesting to yeah. to watch them in, in that time in their lives. Yeah. I have, so my thoughts watching this was like, I need, so uh, confession, I have not seen Taxi Driver. I, I have seen, seen a lot of You haven't it. seen it all of it? Oh, because that's like the most. Put it on e- every movie we're ever going to watch. Yeah. Maybe not every movie. I, I did see Rear Window and Shining. and Yeah, you said several of ours, yeah. But mm-hmm. a lot of them. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, I feel like I've seen all this movie. And right. then you watch the whole thing, you're like. I didn't, this. I didn't know this was I there. do not the, remember the that. The nice thing about this movie was I didn't know where it was going to go. I didn't know if he was going to beat Sugar Ray or lose to him. I mean, you can kind of yeah, tell. But I knew like, nothing about his life. Yeah. I. Oh, yeah. As far it, as the boxing went, I didn't, oh, no I didn't know how good he was at all. And I yeah. was like, oh, he was a champ? That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And he was, yeah, he got there. And... Hey, another fun fact, taxi driver related. Mm-hmm. Jodie Foster wanted to be Vicky. Oh, how funny. And she was seen as too young. So she did kind of a titillating photo shoot that got spread around no. to, to like prove like she's a woman Ugh. so that's kind of creepy that's funny so maybe it's not a fun fact she never would fact. have been good though i no. don't think underage don't prostitute yes but no uh, she, but people that are as too tomboy and too young flat chested um, maybe Sorry, Jody. judgy mcjudgy not till maverick did you look at jody faster differently so i still think i would like to see another sport and this this wouldn't be my top sports movie so let's go ahead and say our top start top sports movies just from the ones we like because i don't think not just not necessarily zombies just ones we like just ones we like because i think when it comes eight men out 
Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Bull Durham. Yeah. Bull Durham. That's that's a that's actually a pretty good one. That's an old top ten list. Major League. That's an amazing choice. The natural. Okay, top know. three guys. Give me top three. Oh my god. Top well, three. Hoosiers. Hoosiers is actually arguably one of the best sports movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And that's more and that's more classic to the genre. Caddyshack? It's on the list. I've seen it it's, so much, but I wouldn't probably like If I could cancel out all the Rodney Dangerfield, yes. Caddyshack would be my one of my favorites. Speaking faves. of cocaine, that's how yeah. that movie was made. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um so yeah. bad. Caddyshack is so Just I give me over. Don't no. Happy Gilmore's better than Caddyshack. I don't know what's wrong with everybody. Happy Gilmore's great. Happy Gilmore's good. way Not better. better. Oh, Okay, let's go by sport. This is way easier. Okay, Ooh. favorites. We'll go easy. Golf first. Happy Gilmore. That beats Caddyshack for me all day long. And don't say the greatest game ever played. Come on. No, guys. nobody's no. going to no, say no. that. Unless you want to nap. About, what about Legend of Banger Vance? Oh, I like that movie. Oh. That's a good one. That's a great cast. I, I Yeah. Probably the most Oscars in a golf cast. Truth. Sure. So I said I got... Are you guys same? Happy Gilmore? Oh, Caddyshack oh, over wow. Happy Gilmore. Boo. Bill Murray, Bill Murray, and Chevy, Chevy Chase. Portions they're of they're the they're why, yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's maybe Spalding. Um, except for Chubbs, I don't see Chubbs how they can. <laughs> how do you beat Chubbs? I got his head. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, you eat next movie. Some shit for breakfast. <laughs> Hockey. Hockey. Goon. No, just kidding. Goon's a good movie. Goon's pretty fun though. I didn't watch a lot of uh, Miracle. Mighty Ducks. A miracle. I would go. I'd it's go with Mighty Ducks. Miracle is really good. Miracle's pretty good. Also, Slapshot is um, Slapshot's hilarious. Interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's Slapshot is Caddyshack to me. Yes. So it's like slightly classier Caddyshack because it's got Paul Newman. It's Paul Newman. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah, and Young Me, obviously Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Sure, Young Me, Mighty Ducks. And I did like But Miracle, Miracle is very good. good. I'd watch Miracle again. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay, next one. Football. Ooh, that's a hard one. You know, you got Rudy. You got Remember the Titans. Remember love, the Titans. Yeah. Love Friday Rudy. Night Lights. Yep. Mm. Any, given Sunday, any, any Given Sunday. Any Given Sunday. Please. That yes, movie's. Sir. I mean, speaking of actors. Uh, uh, oh, shoot. Who's the who is the uh, linebacker? Jerry Maguire in, in Jerry Maguire Sunday. Actually, legit. Jerry um, Maguire. Yeah, um, it was a little crazy. The shark stealth. Oh, like oh, the actual one. It's Lawrence yes. Taylor. Lawrence Taylor is yes. actually in LT. it. Yeah, no, he's a lot of that. male genitalia in that movie too. Yeah, there was. Which movie are we talking about? <laughs> Not, Why haven't you heard any? Any given Sunday. Oh yeah, Jamie Foxx. Yes, yes, yes. Cameron, and Diaz. Cameron Diaz has Cameron a BA. Oh, yeah, she was great in she that. She was great in that movie. That was a good movie. Hoo-wah. We got yeah, it. I'd watch that again. What or what about the prison one? Uh, Longest Yard. Longest Yard. Yeah. Which version? The Adam yeah. Sandler version. I <laughs> know uh, the old one. <laughs> the old Burt one. With Bert. Bert. Bert's in both of them. He is in both of them. Yeah. Right. Why, Why wouldn't he? Be? Why wouldn't he? What else is he doing? Yeah. Uh, I. You know. I mean, I don't have fun no one, for remember. We are Marshall, guys. No, not we are Marshall. I mean, it, that exists. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, I I really love Remember the Titans. It's still good because it is. Yeah. It's oh, I, I say Rudy. Uh, we also not. forgot uh, the Water Boy. <laughs> oh. Foosballs for the devil. Foosballs for the devil. Oh, that's Mama so good. Said. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with because uh... I got all those teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> okay the hardest one well wait we still got basketball oh basketball that's... hoosiers or um coach carter no hoosiers um i mean what was the, I, doc, what was the documentary blue chips? blue chips was dope with Shaq. uh semi-pro semi-pro <laughs> with will ferrell that pretty is pretty good underrated Underrated. I mean, Hoosiers is pretty good. I love. I probably go with it's, Hoosiers. It's, go with Hoosiers it's my husband's favorite. I've seen it a bajillion. I mean, times Air because of him. Air's really well Not done. Not quite a basketball movie, but kind of a basketball Air. movie. It's, it's good. good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Also, right. Shoe Dog by Phil Nash. Good book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, baseball. Baseball's a hard one. But I know what I Moneyball. I was gonna be mine. I That's think. Moneyball's my favorite. Eight I can watch men out. Time. I rewatch Moneyball a great deal when I want to feel like I can solve this problem. <laughs> exactly right. Data. We're going to get another World Series by doing this. Oh, wait. No, we're going to get sold to Las Vegas. <laughs> yes. And is Moneyball, as the movie uh, tries to tell us, a lie? Yeah. Yes, 100%. But yes, but, it's a fun but it's lie. super fun lie. I love it. An entertaining lie. Yep. The, I was listening to a podcast uh, about the with the uh, author of Moneyball. And one of the other things is like, so now that you guys like Michael you know, Lewis, Michael also Lewis, has a thank good you. Podcast for yep. you podcast. For you podcast. He, he does have a good podcast. He was, he was saying how when they were starting to do all this research about like underrated players, they started to apply it to their investing. So they found if there was a, a top 500 fortune company with a CEO who was under six foot two and not white. They would invest in it because oh. people who are over six foot two and white male usually get into those roles yes. statistically. So, so if, probably, probably there by looks because there's actually been presidents we've had who look like presidential people, so they get voted that that way. Interesting. Not recently, but in the past. Well, <laughs> they're all still tall. They're all still tall. It's true. They all and they're usually tall white guys. People so if you get a short and and even Brock, he's tall. Too, yeah. he looks oh, presidential. Yeah. So, like, you definitely have this. So, they only invested in companies that had people that were under six foot and were not undervalued. Undervalued. So, Moneyball for you. What, what about you? Same and out and Moneyball as well. I think I got Moneyball, but you know, shout out Major League. Uh, Major shout League out Bull Durham. And for me, Sandlot Gang. That's my number two. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, one. Sandlot is about childhood more yeah. than baseball, hundred percent. But like, it's the backdrop. I mean, but what, what movie is really about the sports? I mean, let's be real. Mm, None yeah, of them. Was kind of for love of the game. Oh, I do love for love of the game. It's a good movie. Clear the mechanism, baby. I do like it. I do. That's like kind of reminding me that the smoky black uh, boxing ring felt like clearing the mechanism. Yeah, like yeah. Just looking um, at the other guy. Yeah, and even the intro to Raging Bull was like that smoky. Oh, I loved the. I think I'll boxing. miss. You. Yeah. I think I'll miss you most of all. <laughs> uh boxing movie scarecrow uh rocky fighter fighter was very good that was good. was really good um you know new creeds also good the, well you know why creed's so good because it's the exact same story as box as rocky yeah, yeah. but creed it's is creed it is dope though. and we've got but, the legacy of apollo you know to right double legacy apollo and rocky yeah I have the tiger, baby. Um, I'd say Rocky one. 
MMA. Warrior. Warrior. <laughs> Here comes the boom. Didn't also so a good. terrible Not movie. Not a terrible movie at and all. And actually going back to boxing, Real Steel. Hey. Real the Steel. Hugh Jackman sci-fi robot boxing movie. Uh, Not bad. What about bowling? Obviously. Kingpin. Kingpin. Is there any other Is there any Nothing. Michael J. Fox played a bowler in a movie. What was it? Hmm. I have no idea. I don't know. He's a professional bowler in a movie. I'm going to look that but up. Yeah. Research team. Kingpin. Yeah. Okay, next sport. Racing? Ford versus Ferrari? Talladega Knights? Yeah. Talladega Knights yes. has to be up there. I mean, Ford versus Ferrari is like... Mm-hmm. I didn't watch that either. Talladega Knights is oh, great. I could, watch, I could watch Ford versus Ferrari every week. Like, it's just um, so, re- so rewatchable. Drive? Was that the one with um, Daniel Bruhl and um, Thor? No. That one? Oh, was that... Because that was Hunt versus... Um, that was Lauda. Something. Yeah. Is that, that was that Drive or was that or is that the Sylvester one? Rush is the one with uh, Thor. Okay, Rush Drive. Yeah, Drive is something else. Yeah. Rise out here. Rise out. Today's podcast is sponsored by Seth David Films. Looking for a luxury wedding videography company in the Salem, Portland, Eugene area? Look no further than Seth David Films. Their team of experts is dedicated to capturing your special day in stunning high-definition quality. With years of experience and an eye for detail, they will create a personalized wedding film that you'll cherish for a lifetime. From intimate elopements to grand celebrations, they offer a variety of packages to fit your needs and budget. Contact them today to learn more about their services and how they can make your wedding day unforgettable. Welcome back, guys. We have been going through some random sports movies, which we decided Talladega Nights is the best sports movie of all time. Totally. Unanimously. Not true. But it's still pretty great. I want to go fast. I said, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> what about um, little rascals? We're talking about racing. racing? <laughs> <laughs> That's a legit call. Right? right? I mean, it, it, I like there it. There was a, go, uh, a you know, soapbox race. Oh, movie. for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's still better than, you know. It probably had about as much sports as Raging Bull did. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's certainly whoopee. Like, it's just like, that's. Trade yeah. you a pickle for a nickel. <laughs> I got a dollar. I got a dollar. That's so, snobby we are, everybody. Uh, 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 Reciting the lyrics to hey, the modern... Reba McIntyre in a movie. Oprah. That's still good. Not Oprah. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi. Wow. Whoopee. Whoopee. Wow. Hey, there's that, your mom. That, Whoopee. Don't worry. We're not going to replay that one cut over that, and over again. We're going to not mention Little Rascal. I thought we were talking all. about the color purple. The oh, color yeah. purple. oh, there we go. Nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Bring them together. I you thought we were talking about Star seen, Trek. I thought we were talking purple. about Star Trek The Next Generation. Whatever. That's Whoopee. It's always Whoopee. That was mom at the murder mystery. How dare you. Okay, so... If we were going to pick a drink for this movie, what on earth would it be? I, Champagne. No, it would be a hard... Because they were pushing at all the young girls at the bar. <laughs> That's mm. true. They were. It would have a roofie in it for sure. Whatever it is. <laughs> it was spiked. Something was oh. spiked. I would say this is a... Uh, a like a... Um, what are those like high alcohol beers from like the 90s? Like the malt liquors or whatever. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> like that. oh, I don't know. 
like oh this so something you put in a bag or you something down like yeah it's not in new york yeah definitely not something like you want to be seen with you know i think it's Already. like a i think it's like a bourbon that really hurts when you swallow it yeah no not even a bourbon because that like just 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 whiskey just bad whiskey it's something that punches you in the face you know punches yeah you in the gut knocks you out of the ring really messes up your nose yeah <laughs> that pretty boy why you say he's good looking huh why you say he's good looking? i knew that was gonna happen why, why are you saying he's good looking what what do you mean? He ain't pretty what do you no mean more. By that? He ain't pretty no more. He ain't pretty no more. No, this is a movie and a half for sure. I am glad we say. watched it. So wasn't it a doozy? It was a, it doozy. Was a doozy. Uh, do we suggest watching this over any other Scorsese movie? No. No. Any other De Niro movie? No, well, over sure. New York, New York. Well, sure, but and maybe over The Irishman. Well, just because you don't have time to watch The Irishman because it's 17 hours long. Because really, haven't we? But if you want to watch De Niro age. Yeah, that's right. There we go. It's kind of an unlikable character. Just watch this one. Taxi Driver, watch this one, and then watch uh, Departed. And Kings of New York. Stardust. Was that De Niro? (laughs) I think it was. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. I I enjoyed it. it. All right, guys. Well, this has been uh, uh, an adventure in uh, knowing how not to live your life. Um, not definitely a model. The moral of this story is to not. Don't be your wife. Yeah. Don't do that. And if you're uh, in a relationship with a guy who is like this, you should go immediately leave. Think, yeah, there are get help resources. There are numbers. Oh, it's just it's just rough, and it's just ah. Uh, but again, you feel bad, and that's the point, and that's what that's what Martin Scorsese does well. He does these tormented, tormented characters. Guilt, Catholic guilt. That's true. And you know, no one really had a happy ending. It's no. not like this worked out. Yeah. No. I mean, his his comedy career seemed like it was really taken off there. At the end. I mean, yeah, he had shows. I don't know I, how many people went. I did not laugh one time in the movie while he was doing it. Oh, all right until next week guys thanks for listening uh we hope this has helped you get a little you know understanding of what can be and can't be to becoming a movie snob and uh, in the meantime uh keep us subscribing keep keep listening and we will see you next week on how to be a movie snob take care guys bye-bye goodbye goodbye